Back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. Special treat. Busy guy on the road, Ambassador John Bolton, former U.S. National Security Advisor during the Trump administration, former ambassador to the United Nations, chairman of the Foundation for American Security and Freedom, and author of The Room Where It Happened, a White House memoir. Thank you, John. You're wonderful to do this. You're a prince to do this. I saw your Daily Telegraph column, and and I emailed Christine because it's such a powerful uh, column. You know, John, uh, you talk about the larger strategic context and how Washington or London doesn't understand it. it. It just looks to me like constant appeasement of Iran and all their little friends and all their big friends, John. The Bidens do not understand deterrence, not appeasement. No, that's exactly right. And uh, it's great to be with you again. Look, this is this. You can see the problem unfolding before us that despite Biden's rhetoric about support for Israel, every day you hear new criticisms, new limits uh, that are going to make it uh, harder and harder and ultimately impossible for Israel to do what it said it wanted to do, what Joe Biden has said they have a right to do, which is eliminate the Hamas threat. Uh, and in part, it's because they don't see that it's not just the Hamas threat. It's not even just the Hezbollah or Houthi rebel threat. It's the Iran threat. That's the struggle that Israel's involved in, and we are not helping them. You know, Blinken particularly, almost on a daily basis, but the spokesman is John Kirby, but Biden too. They're just nitpicking Israel in public, all right? You know, three days ceasefire. As you say in the article, there's no difference... Uh, between a pause and a ceasefire. That's just political semantics uh, BS. Now they're nitpicking about, you know, what's going to happen post-war. I mean, can we get through the war first? I mean, why don't they congratulate Israel for the, I mean, finally they woke up, they're running a good campaign, John. It looks like they are cleaning house. It's just constant nitpicking. And then the whole business about the Palestine civilians, blah, blah, blah. You say this, you know, we do worry about uh, about um, casualties and so forth, but the government's moral obligations to the whole war. It's an existential threat to Israel, for heaven's sakes. Right. Look, Israel is 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 carrying out its uh, actions in Gaza in as moral a, a way, I think, as any government can. It's Hamas that bears the moral responsibility for endangering its own citizens. It's bad enough that on October the 7th, they they launched a barbaric attack against Israeli civilians. Uh, But in defending themselves, and and let's be clear, they're defending Hamas. They're not defending uh, the residents of Gaza or Palestinians. They are defending the Hamas terrorist machine. And they endanger their own people and try and blame it on the Israelis. And frankly, a credulous public in many respects, in our universities in particular, but a lot of credulous people in the White House buy it. Let me give you one example. Before the war started, we heard endless leaks from the administration that U.S. military advisors were in Israel saying, don't rush into the Gaza Strip. Remember the lessons we learned in Fallujah and Mosul and Iraq and similar battles in Afghanistan. Do it carefully. Do it slowly. Protect your own troops. Minimize civilian casualties. The Israelis listened. Uh, This is not an an irresponsible uh, military action. It's being done very deliberately. Now the administration is saying, uh, you don't have much time. You're about to lose the Arab street. You're about to lose 
uh, Western Europe, you got to hurry up. Well, which is it that they that they went too fast? Do they went too slow? Well, the administration that, can have it one way or the other; it can't have it both ways. That's a great point, John. That's a, you know what it is. I mean, part of it, Biden's worried about losing precincts in Michigan. Okay, can you imagine yeah, that's that? Right. I mean, with the state. I mean, look, John Bolton, you've been around this game so wants to destroy the United States. It's not just Israel. It's us. They've declared war on us, but we won't declare war on them. Well, look, I think that's exactly right. The Iranians are still through their surrogates, Shia militia in Iraq, the Houthi rebels in uh, Yemen, uh, Hezbollah in uh, uh, in Lebanon. Uh, they're, they're all in their different ways attacking American troops or, or civilian personnel. Biden says, boy, you better not attack Americans. It'll be a red line. So far, he's had two pinprick responses. Uh, We should be thankful for those. The attacks continue. Why? Because Iran doesn't think Biden is serious. He moves two carrier battle groups to the Mediterranean and and the Red Sea. They don't think he will use them. And they will push and they will push. And because of this political aspect at home that you mentioned, which I think has the administration very worried, uh, we're in a we're in a place where if what I think is going to happen, which is continued reduction of American support for Israel continues, mm. uh, the Israeli government will not be able to end the threat of Hamas. Oh, boy. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Folks, we're talking to John Bolton, former National Security Advisor. Uh, you've got to read his article in the Daily Telegraph. John, another point, you talk about the Iran-Russian axis. So here's my thought. Um, of course, you're right, but how about the China-Iran axis and the China-Russian axis? In other words, China is financing Russia and Ukraine and Iran in the Middle East by buying oil. They're like the financiers of these wars, aren't they? No, you're, you're exactly right. And if I had had more than 800 words, I would have made that point. I mean, I've, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking that uh, in the past year, we have seen the emergence of a new axis, a, a Sino-Russian alliance, this time with China as the dominant partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have their outriders, Iran, North Korea, Belarus, Syria. And what you see in action here is Russia coming to the side of Iran uh, in in response, in part, to Iran selling drones to Russia to use in Ukraine. Mm. But the big source of money here is China. And the administration has allowed China to continue to purchase uh, oil from Iran, in fact, to increase its purchases very dramatically, gutting the economic sanctions that are theoretically still in place against Iran for its continued acts of terrorism. Yes. John Bolton, you're the best. I know you're on the road. I just wanted to hear you talk through this. It's a wonderful column, as always. Folks, John Bolton, buy his book, The Rumor It Happened, The White House Memoir. Read his article in the Daily Telegraph. Good luck, John. Thanks. Folks, take a quick break. Money Politics coming up with Liz Peake and Steve Moore. We're going to talk about incredible Palestinian demonstrations here in New York City and elsewhere. I'm Kudlow on Veterans Day. 
We support our veterans. 